Yo, what is up, chumps? Welcome back to the Fantasy Chumps podcast. Joining me as always, I am one of your co-hosts, Leighton. Joining me as always, I just messed that up. I turned my words around, is John. John, how are you doing today? Name is John. I am, yes, me. Uh, I am good today. It's been a good day. Um, Worked this morning. Thought I was going to get my car fixed and get it back, but... Dude, that is, a, that is a story. Are you riding horses everywhere? Yes, I am. I'm riding horses and um, got to stop for a, a water break on the way to work in the mornings. The commute is a little bit longer now, but um, yeah, it's been good. Great for the environment, you know. Um, That's good. Very, very conscious of, of global warming and such, as they say. Um, but yeah, no, I, I haven't had my car for like a month, and so the guy called me after i got off work and he's like it's gonna be done today like i'm staying late to get it finished it's like i'll call you in like 20 minutes whenever i'm done never got a call back well so, um, he tried yeah uh I, he it seems like he feels bad about it but uh, that's good he should, yeah. he should. well john it's just you and me tonight um, it is nate has nate decided to ditch us. yeah you know there's a saying Bro, there is a saying. <laughs> I don't know if we'll get in trouble for saying it. <laughs> I, I think, I think, and I'm not sure because it, it's not, you know, I'm not, not totally sure that I associate myself with this. But I think people say bros before hoes. I think. <laughs> I'm not, not, again, I don't know. Allegedly. Allegedly, that is what they say. Eva, we love you, and that is not accurate. <laughs> no. no. Uh, every yeah, he, hoe, every he, hoe before the books. He he's he's on a little trip, so we uh he didn't think he could record tonight, so we are uh, we are bringing it to you live tonight. Just so now you get more of latent spicy takes with John bringing me back down earth. So spicy takes, definitely. So um, let's just jump right into the news. It's the middle of July. We're we're reaching. We're, we're reaching. really reaching on these. <laughs> Honestly, I was so tempted to just skip them. I mean, this one's kind of cool. I think the Kelsey one. Yeah, I I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like. No, nobody likes it. But so apparently, I, he yeah. said in an interview. I don't know. Was it with uh, part of my takes? No, it or uh, it was with somebody weird, wasn't it? I don't know. I just saw this clip, and Travis Kelsey, supposedly, the way you say that is Travis Kels. Because Andy Reid calls him Kels as a nickname, but everybody else on the planet has called him Kelsey. So he says... What we found out today is that he pronounces his own name wrong. That's that's what we discovered. (laughs) He, He is Travis Kelsey, but he pronounces his last name wrong. Uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, oh, I know stuff we can talk about. John, talk about, uh, Frank Clark really quick. Yeah, so Frank Clark is facing up to three years in prison, sadly. Um, I don't know what's gonna, I feel like there's no way he's actually going to prison, but I didn't do any research on it. (laughs) But, I mean, the law is the law unless you're famous, and it seems like then it doesn't really apply to you. So, um, we'll see what happens with Frank Clark. 
I'm sure yeah. it'll be a slap on the wrist and he'll be playing, you know, lining up on the on the defensive side by week four. So, oh, sorry. The last thing is Richard Sherman is a bomb and he's booked on suspected robbery and hit and run. I'm sorry. He's not a bomb. I shouldn't really kick a man while he's down, but he, uh, he's not on a team and I don't, I don't think he'll be on a team. He won't be anytime soon. Yeah. So moving on to some more fun stuff, I guess. Um, Looking at the franchise tag players, there was three who stuck out to me who were not expected to receive long-term extensions before the deadline this Thursday, or I guess tomorrow. Wow. Sorry, we're recording Wednesday. So today, um, the first one being the Bears' Allen Robinson. And honestly, this was the most surprising out of the other two, of the three, just because they just drafted a rookie quarterback and you're potentially going to let Allen Robinson just walk. That's a kind of surprising. Don't you think? Yeah. A thousand percent. I mean, who do they really have? Um, I mean, Cole, is it Cole Kmet? Is that the, that's the tight end? Yes. Yeah. I, I actually do like him long-term and I like, Darnell Mooney also. Um, but like but none of them are yeah, a guy. They're not Allen Robinson. Yeah. So Allen Robinson. Interesting is, move by the Bears. Yeah, I, I would have locked Maybe, him down. Do you think it has anything to do with Nagy? No. I can I think, see it having something to do with like the long-term look of the team with, with Nagy leading. That could be part of it. The other part, I think, could also be the fact they don't – he doesn't want to stay there. Like he didn't want to sign it. Because he wants to go to like a contender. So Maybe. the other one was Chris Godwin. This one was not super surprising to me because I know he wants to get paid. And the I way that the Bucks have the money to spend, they don't. <laughs> That's yeah. basically the main reason why it didn't surprise yeah. me. But yeah. I thought we should bring it up. And the other one was Washington guard Brandon Sheriff. And if you want to talk about a, a guy who's going to get more money than Joe Tooney, it would be. Brandon Scherf, if he had the open market. Yeah, so, 100%. He's uh, one of the top five interior offensive linemen in the NFL, easily, if not the best. So that'll be something to, to monitor. So finished with the, the exciting news segment of July. And moving on to the question of the podcast, where, John, where do you stand on drafting players from the same team? So we came up with a couple examples, like Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, um, Travis Kelsey, Kels, and Tyreek Hill, uh, Josh Allen and Diggs. You know, it just kind of depends what combo. So how do you feel about? So, okay, so the three of us, we were actually we talked a lot today over text, and so we went back and forth about a lot of different players and. What it all comes down to, no matter what perspective you want to look at it from, is it situational drafting. And, I mean, if the value's there, if the player's there, I don't think there's anything wrong with doubling up. Like, preferably, I wouldn't want my two top guys to be on the same team mm-hmm. just because, like, teams go through slumps, they have bad matchups, you know, whatever. Bye weeks, you know, can be in the playoffs now, which is just awful. Um 
But yeah, so I I'd want to avoid it with like my two top guys, but outside of that, it's not really going to bother me unless you have like four from the same team, which I don't even know. Like the Chiefs seem like the only one possible, and then you're just a clown yourself. <laughs> like good for you, I guess, but that's just it's not that's not a good strategy for sure. I don't know if there's another team that you could get four from. I guess the Rams. Yeah, you'd have you'd have four from the, or the Bucks, but they all wouldn't be starting. The, the one thing I don't like about the whole thing is, like, I'm, I'm okay if it's, like, Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs. Because if, you know, Josh Allen throws a touchdown to Diggs, that's, you, know, you kind of get that 10-point bonus if that happens. But I, I really don't like getting, like, Kelsey or Hill because, you know, again, like you said, if it's a bad matchup, you know, if Kelsey, if Kelsey goes off, then most likely Hill's not. So it's just kind of a trade-off. I mean, if it works out and the value's there, then go for it. Don't let it bother you too much. But I'm definitely on the side of I like to I like to spread out my investment. Yeah. Put more uh not all my eggs in one basket. It's not something I avoid though. Like if I tell myself I'm drafting Hill in the first round, it's not like I'm saying, okay, I'm not drafting Kelsey in the second round. Because, like, if you draft Hill with the, with the eighth pick and then Kelsey falls to 12, like, or 13 or whatever it ends up being, like, I'm going go for it, I guess, you know. But, yeah, it'd be but yeah there, there is downside for sure. Yeah, and it's definitely interesting to think about, but it also depends on, I feel like, the offense. Like you said, the Chiefs is a good one. Like, the Bills is good. But if it was, like – you know, the Jets, I wouldn't take more than one Jets receiver. So that's a terrible Corey. example. Corey Davis. <laughs> Corey Davis. Michael Carter, uh, baby. Yeah, what's the uh, tell the PPR monster? Um, Jameson, Jameson Crowder. Crowder. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know me, um, soda. <clears throat> yeah, so, that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's basically it. So, uh, it, Shout out it, to Nate for that question, by the way. Yeah, thanks, Nate. Um, he gave us a question on the podcast since he's not here. He's here in spirit. He's here in spirit. All right, moving on. So today we are talking about buy or sell. So we have a ton of buy or sell you know, broken down into position. So we just kind of went through some. We are more interested in, I guess, players are more interested in talking about where they have a like their their floors and ceilings aren't similar at all, and so basically we just put together a scenario, and you decide if you're going to buy it or sell it, or agree or disagree. You can't push. There's no pushing. So, first one, John, this is yours. Josh Allen is the 2021 MVP, and to clarify, is this a fantasy or is this in real life? Real life. Okay. Uh, Buy or sell real life. Josh Allen MVP. Uh, I'm buying this one. Um, Yeah. So actually, and like, I wrote this one earlier today, and it was actually before I saw this number. I believe he only, like, okay, only, asterisk on only. I think he only (laughs) threw 37 touchdowns last year, which was not as many as I thought. And so, like. That's crazy. It's not that crazy. I mean, that's a good year. Like, somebody will do it every year. I well, think. yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. But, so I could actually see Mahomes throwing for, like, 45 next year. 
pretty easily. But anyway. Mahomes only threw for thirty-eight. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like wow. it actually, okay. like it was kind of shocking. Anyway, so um, yeah, I'll buy this one because I think the Bills are going to be a lot better. I think they're actually going to give the Chiefs a pretty tough test in the AFC Championship. Um, and I think that's in large part because Josh Allen is he, he's going to take yet another step. So I'm buying this one. MVP 2021. Uh, I'm definitely selling this one because Patrick Mahomes is a better player. All right. Uh, sorry. Okay, I'll give a real answer. Well, that's basically my real answer. But I'm saying <laughs> I'm selling it because there's just players I like. I would ha- I would feel more confident. One thing that's interesting about the MVP is I swear – now, this is not, again, always a good rule of thumb, but I bet – I wish there was a stat I had for this. I feel like a lot of times it's a quarterback or a player on a good offense with a bad defense. Like when Mahomes won it, the Chiefs' defense was not very good. Rodgers' last – his defense was, like, okay. Lamar had a good defense. Well, yeah, but Lamar's a running back. Um, so – I got it in. Let's go, John. I feel like Brady had some pretty good defenses. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Recently. 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 We'll see. Did Russ win one somewhere in there? He had a good defense. Yeah, he had a really good defense, too. Yeah. Well, I see your point, though. I see your point. thousand percent. Okay. More recently, not generally speaking, that's probably where I'm leaning towards. So, But, no, I'd sell this one. I would definitely rather have the field. Also, if, if you people are betters, I would low-key look at Kyler Murray. All right. Oh. Yes. All right, moving on to the next fire cell. In the quarterback section, <clears throat> we have Trevor Lawrence is a top eight quarterback in fantasy. Buy or sell? John, you can go first with this one. This one's tough, actually. Uh, I'm, I'm going to sell it just because – I can't I, – I don't know. I can't I can't jump on the bandwagon just yet. I need to see it. If I – honestly, watching two weeks – I feel like in the first two weeks we'll know if Trevor Lawrence is going to be legit this year or not. And so uh, I'm going to sell it and say that Etienne and Chenault – and actually, I, I actually did do some deep reading on the Jacksonville Jaguars offense. Yeah, I, I got bored. Uh, uh-huh. I, I think say. James Robinson is actually going to be better than people think. Oh, there we go, Scott. (laughs) Throwing that one out there, but yeah, sell it. I I don't know if I should. See, I I knew you were going to love this one because you would hold his pocket in prison. I I did put money on this (laughs) because I put money on, and I know I've talked about it before, the Jags will finish top two in that division. That division is terrible, I think outside of the Colts. And I just looked at the Jags schedule, not not going too far into it. They start out the season, listen to this, at Houston against the Broncos, Cardinals, <laughs> and then at the Bengals. Dude, he may not lose a regular season game for a while. <laughs> he okay. might keep his streak so, going. You know, I'm not trying to be that guy, but like worst case scenario, there's two and two, right? You're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. Huh? The meme? No? The, the no. video? You don't, uh. So, like, the the Jags have to go at least two or two there, right? Oh, I think they'd probably go 4-0. Oh. 
You think they beat the Cardinals? Uh, yeah, I'm fading on Kyler a lot. Whenever you said that, like... Oh, really? I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Eh, there's not much to talk about. Okay. That's for another time. <laughs> I mean, there's there is a lot to talk about, but not an, not enough time today. Okay, never mind then. Yeah, their schedule gets a little tougher, but it's pretty soft at the end. Sorry, anyway. Tags uh, <laughs> so up the Super Bowl. <laughs> no, that's definitely not true. I don't know. It's so hard because last year the top eight was Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Mahomes, Watson, Wilson, Tannehill, and Brady. Just outside of that is Herbert and Jackson. It, it's just hard. It's a, top eight's good. Top eight's really good. Top eight's a good line. If it was top ten, I'd be tempted to buy that. But I also really like the next guy we're talking about, Jalen Hurts. Buy or sell a top ten quarterback, I'm buying it. Um, I don't really know where to go from here because he was on my team in the championship, so I'm a little biased, I admit that. But he is – he was a monster. So he started – did he play half – a half against the Saints, John? Uh, that's, I think so. You're really testing my knowledge. I, I think, think so. so. So in a half against the Saints, he put up 19 points, and then the next – Two weeks, he started the full games in which he scored 38 points and then basically 21 points. I think he played almost the full game. I think they brought him in like on the third oh, really? drive. Yeah, I think. Okay. Well, three quarters. Splitting, splitting, yeah. And then Washington, he didn't play the full game and he still had 17 points because they pulled him to lose. <laughs> so, I mean, that's pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. And he runs a lot, so he changed his number. What? He's number one now. He's not oh, number he... two. What? <laughs> yeah, he changed his number. Why? Uh, you know, he wanted to be number one. He was jealous of Tua. I guess that he lost his job. So the main reason I'm saying I'm buying this is because in the four weeks he like actually started, he had 106. 63, 69, and 34 rushing yards. That's that's, that's pretty good. So if he rushes as that and then is maybe a more efficient thrower, sky's the limit, I think. So I, I'm buying it, John. Where, where are you on? You know, I'm gonna stream? I'm gonna buy it as well. Um, Let's go. Yeah, that one. Don't draft him in fantasy. That one's tough. No, absolutely, stay away from him. Don't draft him. Um, <laughs> What's he doing right now? Not 10th. I'll tell 12. you that. Oh. Sorry I think he finishes higher than 12. Yeah, for sure. Trevor Lawrence is 14 for everybody listening out there on ESPN. Um, but, yeah, for Hertz at at the 10 line, I, th- I think that's pretty achievable for him. Um, I think he'll, like, literally scramble his way to the 10th spot. And... But I think he'll be more of a streamer. I don't think he's going to be a start and sit kind of guy. He will finish top 10, so he will finish as one of the quarterbacks that you would want to start. But I think he'll be more of a streaming option. And hmm. I, I, I feel, don't really have like a ton to add, but I, that's just I honestly, kind of the vibe that I get from him. I would honestly be okay with him starting for me, but... what I'm My point was is that I think he's going to have those 12-point weeks mixed in with like 
the 22 and 23 point weeks as well. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. So like in the tough matchups, like don't start Jalen Hurts. Like don't start him against like the football team. Don't start him against the 49ers. That's the the only tough part about Trevor Lawrence and Hurts is I don't really know how good their teams are. Okay. I I know the Eagles are bad. Let me just put that out there. I don't know how good. So that's the tough part because all the are like a, I don't know. I feel like I put them at like a six win, seven win team. Yeah. No, they're gonna they're gonna win eight nine games and get second in that division. So, <laughs> moving on to pay some bills. We will take a quick break and we'll be right back with the running backs right after this. Welcome back to the Fantasy Chance Podcast. We are still doing the buy or sell today. Or today, wow. <laughs> now we are doing running backs. Arguably the most important position in fantasy football. So let's just hop right into it. So the first one, John, I'm not going to lie, I'm just now reading this. Saquon Barkley, top fantasy running back on the year. How likely if selling? So buy or sell Saquon Barkley as the top fantasy running back PPR format, by the way. Right. So it's not going to be a shock. I'm selling it. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) uh, no, and I talked to you a little bit about this before the show, but I think that the idea of this question is, is less of the accuracy of it as him being the top running back, but more so the... Um, how easily people forget, you know, whenever somebody's injured for a year. And uh, Saquon definitely, I believe he should be drafted before Kamara. And that's saying Ooh. a lot because I'm a, I'm a big advocate for Kamara. I've been a big supporter of him for a long time. But, yeah, I'm just not. He is currently on ESPN ranked as the third running back ahead of Kamara. No way. Did they change it? They changed it. Not gonna That's lie, crazy because I literally, I literally was doing mock drafts today. Well, at least on what I'm looking third. at, this might not be updated all the way. Let me look. Maybe they haven't updated in the drafting format or something. Yeah, that's probably because good. he was. Yeah, he was not going. But yeah, that's crazy. Okay, well there you go. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> now for likelihood of him being top running back on the year, I would give him like I would give McCaffrey like a forty percent chance. Dalvin, like a 25% chance. And then Saquon definitely has the biggest chunk after that. I'd say probably like 20. So I'm also selling this. When you say, just basically for the same reasons, when you say how likely, is that assuming everybody else is just not including injuries? Right. That is assuming complete like bill of health for everyone. I'd probably say like 10%. And this is not more about his ability. It's I don't trust Daniel Jones. You know, your offense is basically only as good as your quarterback. And I know when he went off, Eli Manning was not great. But mentally, he still knew the game 10 times better than Daniel Jones does. So, real quick, pick one or the other. Nothing else yet. Who do you trust more, Daniel Jones or uh, Sam Darnold? 
On their respective teams? No. Just as a player? Just as a player. Well, I have to take Daniel Jones then. Okay. So do you think that the success of a running back has more to do with the system or with the quarterback? The system. Interesting. I'm not going to make any points off that. I was just curious to see what your answers were. Well, so back to the first question. I trust Sam Darnold more on the Panthers than I trust Daniel Jones on the Giants. But Jason Garrett is probably like the one of the best offensive coordinators in the country. Like he's one of the more talented and like skilled coaches as an offensive coordinator. And more I can't tell if you're being serious or not. No, I am being dead serious. <laughs> Dude, who has more experience as an OC than Jason Garrett? <laughs> I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> I don't it, know. Maybe I'm putting too much respect on him, but I, I mean, I just—he didn't call plays in Dallas. No, but like, I think <laughs> raw coaching experience still has like a. No, no, you're totally right, but I, I don't know. It's. Uh, I don't know. Like I, Josh McDaniels, like we went down a rabbit hole. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but I think yeah. Jameson's too low. Yeah, it's just it's hard because until I see, like he didn't just tear his ACL, he tore his MCL too. So I have to see, let's see it with yeah, because a lot's changed. Like there's a new coach, like a lot of new pieces. We'll just have to see what happens. We'll see. Buy or sell. Antonio Gibson scoring double-digit touchdowns. Is this rushing or total? This is total. Uh, I buy it because he did it last year on the ground. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Did he I, just, I just checked. He had 11 touchdowns on the ground. Really? Yeah. Fire uh Shoot. No way. That's I swear. Crazy. I'm no, looking. I mean, I'm not okay. doubting you. Like, that's just like – that is that is crazy. Do, do you um, like do how about sixteen? No, he's not getting sixteen. I don't think he's repeating that on the ground. I think he's getting like seven on the ground. Really? I think yeah. he'll repeat that. I think I, so. I'm buying mm. the double digit touchdowns, but I think I he gets too. like seven on the ground and like five. Because he didn't have any in the air last year. Yeah, I think that number is going to go up. Because he is a good, he is a good pass catching back. Yeah, this is interesting to look at. Alvin Kamara had twenty one. That's insane. Yeah, that's just stupid. I, I I I could see ten on the ground and like four in the air. I'm still buying it. Uh, yeah, I'm buying it too. Hundred percent. That's a slam dunk. <laughs> yeah, I probably should have set that higher, but oh well. It's okay. Yeah. Um, okay. This was this, one of mine. This one's interesting. This is a different. This is a different spin on it. <laughs> Not including injuries. Do you get? Do you buy or sell? Okay, this is basically more of an over under. Uh, but do you buy or sell two and a half running backs? You know, we'll we'll make this easy. Let's make it three. Buy or sell three. Running backs drafted outside the top ten, just running backs finishing in the top ten. The so, top ten currently is McCaffrey, Cook, Barkley, Kamara, 
Henry, Elliot, Taylor, Eckler, Jones, and Nick Chubb. So that's a stacked list, you know, like to obviously to have three of those guys miss the top ten. So, I mean, obviously my boy Najee is going to be there. We we can't forget about Najee. Um, yes, John. We know. And then I've been, I've definitely been buying into drinking the Kool-Aid of Clyde lately. No, stop. And then... Clyde sucks, everybody. Clyde is terrible. Um, and then Gibson. I think Gibson is the biggest question mark. Yeah. So three is a pretty good number. I'm actually, I'm going to change my answer. I'm going to sell this, actually. I'm, I'm going to say Ooh. two. I'm going to, I'm going to say two. And so uh, considering everybody's healthy, like that's the thing is that like you come back and listen to this after the season's over, I think it will be three or if not more because of injuries, but if yeah, we're de- everybody's I'm, I'm healthy, def- I'm definitely buying this. I don't know. So I, who I, are I'm your, not... who are your three that fall? Uh, Eckler. No, not Jones. Eckler. Jones, Eckler, Chubb. I didn't think Jones was top 10. Aaron Jones is number nine. Oh, okay. So I just realized Austin Eckler, not to get off topic super, but Austin Eckler is getting three new offensive linemen, a new coaching staff. Does that impact how you feel about him? Because it kind of makes me a little lower on him. I think he's still really good. I still think he's top 10. No, I think he's good, but... I think he'll finish at, like, RB8 on the year, I think. Okay, being drafted as the RB8. <laughs> yeah, nah. Not everybody can be as good as me. You know. uh, yeah, you're totally right. Yep. So let's pass it along to the receivers. Did you see what I did there? And... No, I don't. Can you explain? Because <laughs> we kept the pass. Time out. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So... Thank you, John. Uh, first one, Chris Godwin, buy or sell, finishing as a top 12 wide receiver. Again, this is PPR formatting. So I'm going to buy this one. Um, and I, we've probably talked about Chris Godwin a little bit too much lately. But um, kind of like the Saquon argument, he wasn't completely healthy last year. And people forget that he was wide receiver two the, the year before. Um so, yeah, I'm going to buy Chris Godwin as a top 12 easily. So, I'm on the fence. So, Chris Godwin currently is going as the 21st ranked wide receiver. In points per game last year, he was 15th. And, of course, you kind of have to take that with a little asterisk because that counts the games he started and, like, got hurt in. So, that's including, you know, like two or three games. And even the game where he's just first coming back, but uh, top 12 is tough. Buy it. I'm going to sell it to be different. But if it was top, I think he'll be top 15. I just don't know if I trust top 12 quite yet. Who parents so. is higher, Godwin or Woods? Chris Godwin. Okay. Robert Woods is going to be – I've explained my position on Robert Woods. He's going to be a 13 to 16th ranked wide receiver every year. If He'll never be lower than like 22. Unless he gets hurt. But yeah. 
But he doesn't. Nope. He it's impossible. Superior I, genes. Buy or sell the Bucks coming back because they're about to tie up the series. Just kidding. No way. Actually, yeah, they're they're up by six. Sorry, I'm focused. This focused. one is totally mine because I just want to be this guy. Buy or sell Jamar Chase. Finishing as the third-ranked wide receiver on the Bills in terms of fantasy points. Who do you want to go first? Because I, I want me, you to go I'm first. Gonna... Okay, well, I'm selling that uh, because that's ridiculous. How, um, how, okay, okay. How about the second? I don't. I like. It's better, but I still just don't see the world where Tyler Boyd outpaces Jamar Chase. He's just so good. He's really he's really, really good. So and you I think, think you, you think Jamar Chase will finish as the top ranked receiver on the Bengals? I do. Okay. And honestly like I don't think that uh, I don't think Tyler Boyd finishes second. I think T Higgins does. Which I think that lines up with. I think that lines up with ADP. I'm not totally sure. Uh, so ADP right now, I have it right here because I'm a prepared co-host. Individual. Jamar Chase is the first drafted at 51. T Higgins at 57. Mm-hmm. And Tyler Boyd at 71. Yeah. And Who so. You... Go ahead. I don't know. We we talked about this earlier. I want Tyler Boyd to be a sleeper, but he's just not. It's <laughs> he's not, and nice. the re- <laughs> the reason why is because Tyler Boyd. This is deep, deep analysis. Tyler Boyd is not going to have a good fantasy season. Um, I think he's just going to kind of get faded. He would be one. Actually, speaking of Chiefs players who I'd like to see on the roster next year, he would be one that I would actually really like to see in a Chiefs uniform. Because he might get cut. Right. I, I think his time in, in Cincinnati after, is limited. After this year, sorry. Yes, right. That's why I, that's why I was they can save eight million dollars. Holy cow. It's pretty good. I think they'll definitely do that. Anyway, um yeah, I'm selling that. So I have to sell it too. I think he yeah. as the second ranked. Well, it's just, yeah. It's just more to spark conversation. Essentially, what I would, why I threw this question in here. So, of the draft position, which one do you like the most? Jamar I mean, Chase. No difference. There's no difference. You like Jamar Chase? Like, I don't think you're going to play Boyd hardly ever. So, what good is it to spend an eighth round pick? Versus a sixth round pick, like, uh, and That's fair. if if I'm drafting one between Higgins and Chase, like I'm just gonna take Chase. That's fair. Yeah, I was just curious. So, talk about another receiving core. Actually, this is probably the receivers we've talked maybe the least about. This one's weird. Buy or sell Michael Pittman Jr. as a top 25 wide receiver. Currently being drafted as the, where is he? 55th wide receiver. So before you answer, I want you to go first. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if you're drafting Michael Pittman, I would bet a lot of money he doesn't finish as the wide receiver 55. Um, yeah, I'm not taking that bet with you, unfortunately. You don't, really? I mean, oh, like sorry, I'm, go ahead. I'm not – your bet is that he doesn't finish at wide receiver 55. No, I said I bet a lot of money he finishes higher than that. Like worse? No, higher like Better. more points. Sorry. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Then, well, I'm just, I'm not taking that bet because I agree with you. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I'm gonna go ahead and buy this one because I know that Ooh. you're not going to, and uh, I think I Pittman. This one is like. So the again, like if you want to like get you know what it's worth out of this segment, like I think bringing attention to players who maybe you didn't really think about in this light, this is a really good way to do that. And so Pittman, in this sense, I'm going to buy it because like he's not the wide like exactly how you said, like he's not the wide receiver 55 on the year, like he's just not, and yeah. he's a guy that if you are in tune with the fantasy football community he's a pretty popular one for a breakout potential this year and mm-hmm. so um i don't know if Wentz has anything left in the tank i really don't i don't know how it's going to work but they're a good team and right if they're going to stay a good team like somebody's going to have to get some sort of production and it can't just all be jonathan taylor or marlon mack or where is Marlon Mack? What is his he, situation? He uh, is recovering, but he re-signed with the Colts. Okay. Um, I just hadn't seen him being drafted anywhere, so I wasn't sure. Um, it, but yeah, it's it tough, dude. Naheem Hines. and Yeah, so I – do they still have that tight end, Jack Doyle? They do. They do, yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I will buy it just for the sake of argument, but – that's a stretch, but he's he's way better than the wide receiver fifty five. So he's a he's a late round flyer for sure. Yeah, I feel like all these guys kind of are because high high upside. Uh, I'm gonna sell it. I just he'll definitely finish higher than fifty five. Obviously, twenty five is a good year though. Twenty five. If you're drafting Michael Pittman and he turns out to be the even the thirtieth or I'll just say the twenty fifth ranked wide receiver, that's a pretty good steal. It's a really, really solid. Paris Campbell's also there. They've just both had minor injury concerns, and I don't know. I would compare him to Debo and Ayuk, honestly. Like that's a kind of poor man's like. That's a great comparison. Yeah, they're definitely poor man's, but kind of the same scenario. They both get hurt, and you feel like one of them has to work out. It's just a question of who. in, In both of them, also. So depending on how you draft, if you have like two, even like one or two stud receivers, you know, take your shot. I mean, week three, you're going to drop – week two or week three, you're going to drop somebody on your roster anyway. Yeah. So that's the worst part about the fantasy drafts, I swear. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on quickly to the John's favorite position, the tight ends. Favorite position by far. All right. So the first one, <clears throat> this one will surprise a lot of listeners, I think. 
Logan Thomas, buy or sell him receiving 85 or more targets? Washington's really just where I'm being shocked by their stats that they're coming <laughs> uh, This was another one that really got me because, and I'll let Leighton give out the stat of what it actually was, but um, his targets last year were so freaking high. It's 110. And it is 110. Yeah, that's crazy to me. Um, but they added Curtis Samuel. And um, we wanted to talk about Terry McLaurin, just didn't really get the opportunity to in this episode. But um, he's good at football. He, well, he's okay at football. Um, I don't think Terry's that great. I mean, he's fine for fantasy, but. Oh, come on, John. You, you like Terry more than I do. Um, I do like Terry. Terry's a good player. Not to ramble on, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell. 85 targets for Logan Thomas. Um, Gosh, it's so hard. I, I Are you done? Sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. But yeah, I'm good. Uh, sorry. <laughs> 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 I just totally interrupted you. Um, no, it's not that. I, I know. I know. <laughs> so, 100, 110 targets. <laughs> It, we're basically guessing if he's going to go down 25 targets. That's a ton of targets. I'm still shocked he got 110. He had six touchdowns also. That's something. Who was the number two wide receiver there last year? Uh, oh, don't say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. I don't know. <laughs> no, yes, you do. Little white kid, curly hair. Uh, oh. Cole Beasley. <laughs> Trey, Trey something. What was his name? Are you still wanting me to? Uh... Trey Quinn. Trey Quinn. That was it. That's right. Yep, it's Trey Quinn. Did you really not know it, or were you just being? No, I had no idea. Oh, yeah, it's Trey Quinn. I think he plays for like the Raiders now, or somebody. He's a bum. <laughs> Actually, no, it was Carl Sims. Oh, not really. I mean, yeah, it was. was. But... And yeah. then it was Adam Humphreys, Stephen Sims. Huh. I don't think – anyway. Uh, Trey Quinn played for the football team. You know, I'm going to sell it. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to sell it. We, we talked good about Good value. It. Again, good value. Like, if you're taking a shot, I'd – He is near being the drafted as the 81st overall player, 7th-ranked tight end. Oh, that's actually kind of higher than I thought. I know. I thought he was totally like maybe outside the top ten. Just shows the tight end position being as fun as always. All right. Rookie time. Buy or sell Kyle Pitts finishing higher than his draft position. Currently on ESPN, being drafted as the tight end six, 73rd overall player. The tight ends in front of him are Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, Andrews, Hawkinson. And just for sake of argument, assume no injuries with this one. So did that include – sorry, I didn't catch if you included um, uh, Baltimore tight end. What's his name? Mark Andrews? Yes. That is including Mark Andrews. Okay, yes. So I'm so... going to buy that then. I'll buy that Kyle Pitts finishes higher than either one Hawkinson or two Andrews. I don't know. I want to buy it. I don't think is that good. 
I don't think so either. I've never thought he's been good. I will buy it just because we got rid of Julio. If Julio was still there, I would not. Russell Gage coming in hot. <laughs> <laughs> no, Russell Gage is terrible at football. Yeah. Um, last one for the tight ends. I, I don't know. I might sell it. Buy it. I'm going to sell it to be different. Just because rookie tight ends don't normally work out. All right, buy or sell. The Robert Tunyon, top six tight end. Last year, he was at the third rank tight end. He had 11 touchdowns. That's as many as Kelsey and more than Waller. What's crazy is that I think I'm actually going to buy this. Um, what? Really? Yeah, I think I actually am. <laughs> uh, no, it's just I think he might actually be legitimate. I think he might actually be talented rather than – well, and it's a good situation. Like, if we're considering that Rodgers is going to be there, it's a really good situation. Um, He's a lot more consistent than I thought he was. I mean, 11 touchdowns never hurts, you know. I know, but, like, I thought, like, a lot of those would come in a few games, but it was pretty spread out. Did he have a three-touchdown game? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, four points. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's when everybody went crazy. Yeah. No, I'll buy it just just for fun. I think, like, top six isn't really that hard to do. And I yeah. Think, he- I think the biggest threat would be Hawkinson if we're considering that, like, Pitts makes it and Hawkinson has a good year because there's literally nobody else in Detroit. Thank you here. Thank you guys so much for listening to us ramble to the end. I apologize about that. But thank you guys again. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day and a great weekend. And be sure to follow us on Instagram underscore at Instagram underscore at on Instagram at fantasy underscore chumps. And we will talk to you next week. See you guys. Thanks, guys.